here with Ari Meglin, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. This week, we're on episode 118, and we're asking, what do book publicists do? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, write a review, and share it with your friends. I have to say, I want to jump in really early, just undercut everything. I know very little about book publicists, so I'm probably just going to let Rachel like totally dominate this episode and she's going to do a great job and you'll probably just hear me chiming in with really, really small amounts of like, yes, that's it. Yeah, that's exactly what people want to hear me talking for like a long extended period of time. Guys, I apologize in advance. But anyway, let's begin. First, we'll talk about what a book publicist is. A book publicist is similar to any other type of publicist or PR member of the industry. The major difference is that they help authors with their books, hence book publicists. Ha! A book publicist will aid the author in marketing, arranging book tours, and persuading media outlets to feature the author. And by media outlets, I mean social media channels, podcasts, book blogs, news channels, etc., etc. Book publicists are sometimes hired directly by the author, and yes, there are freelance book publicists to help self-published authors, but most of the time publicists work with bigger publishing companies and get clients through there. I'll be honest, it's so weird because I've heard of PR and I've heard of publicists, but it never dawned on me what a book publicist was or that there was such a thing. The idea of hiring somebody else to deal with all that mess of reaching out to people Seriously, I really wish I'd have heard about that earlier. (laughs) The funny thing is, I had never heard of book publicists before either, until one time I was, uh, a book publicist reached out to me through my blog about reviewing somebody's book. And we, we got to talking and I even emailed them and I was like, what are you? I was like, what do you, what do you mean you're their book publicist? What does that even mean? And she was very nice and she was actually the one that helped me get my foot in the door with book publicity because she kind of took me under her wing and I interned for her for a little while online and like she told me her whole life story and how she got into book publicity and what it is and what they do and all that fun stuff so um it was like this whole new world to me but yes they do exist although it's kind of funny how people don't realize that they exist because you have you know like actors and other people have publicists and things like that. So why can't authors have publicists? So with that said, what exactly does a book publicist do? Believe it or not, they do a whole slew of things ranging from organizing book signings and other public events. Although this day and age, not so much now because people buy online more so than go to brick and mortar stores and COVID-19 changed a lot of things. But authors can still do public events and all that fun stuff and their publicist will most likely set that up. But they'll also organize digital media marketing and they'll coordinate book tours, which can be in person or online through book blogs. They help get the author book reviews and they set up author interviews and other features. And in addition, some book publicists will even also help with overseeing the editing of the book's back cover, creating the author's media kit and book press release, encourage and nominate the book for various awards, help the author strategize their social media and website, help form a book marketing plan, and they do so, so much more. 
That is incredible. It's weird. I was watching uh, on social media and I saw a few people who got book awards. And it's always that thing like, how do you even get into that? Like, how do you manage to, to get your book up for an award? And I know obviously you can Google it and you can find out awards and you can participate. But that always sounds like so much work. <laughs> I'm so lazy. The idea that a book publicist can help with that can like put you up for those. And obviously that makes sense because these people are obviously deep into the book world and they probably know like loads about the different types of awards that are out there, the different types of blogs and tour places they can like connect to. I mean, I suppose that's, it, it's not just someone doing the hard job for you. It's someone with a slew of knowledge that they've built up and contacts that can, they, they'll, I'm assuming would be pulling from, I assume. Well, yeah, but it's also, um, I don't know if accountability is the right word. I don't think it is, but I'm going to go with it anyway, because I can't think of the word. Uh, it, it's also like book posts also help authors with a No, accountability really isn't the right word. But what I'm trying to say is that it's kind of like word of mouth. It's one thing for an author to nominate their own book for an award and say, hey, I wrote this really cool thing. It's really good. You'll enjoy it, I promise. But it's another thing for somebody else, such such as a book publicist or a reader, to nominate the book and be like, oh, I read this really awesome thing by this person. It's it's really worthy of this award because A, B, and C. And that's it. So it's kind of is accountability is not the right word. What's the word? Is it accountability? I don't feel like it is credibility like, credibility. credibility that's what I'm thinking of guys it gives the author more credibility if they have another person vouching for their book that's what I'm trying to say long story short that's already been long but the thing is what people don't realize is that book publicists do a lot of work like a ton of work they put in so many hours and a lot of effort and things like that but authors don't realize that they also need to pull their own weight. Um, it's one thing for a book publicist to reach out to book bloggers and podcasters and try to get interviews and book reviews and nominate them for awards and stuff. But the author needs to pull their own weight and do some of the work as well. Like if somebody reviews their book, the author should go send them an email or thank them or comment on their uh their blog post or say thank you, just anything. If they if they interview on a podcast and the author does that, like the author should send them an email saying thank you rather than the publicist being like, oh, thanks for hosting the author. Um, you wanna make it a little more personable because then those people will be more apt to help you in the future whenever you publish other books. And it's just all about building connections. I mean, that's one of the main things about being an author and marketing in general. We've said it in many other episodes is that as an author, you want to build connections with other writers. You want to build connections with readers. And book publicists can help you do that. But you also need to, you can't just tell your book publicist, here's my book, have at it. You need to pay attention to what they're doing, make sure that they're doing their job, make sure that they're doing a good job and that, you know, you, you got to give yourself a face. Your publicist shouldn't be your face. That's a really good point. I mean, we've talked about it in another episode um, where it's just even like the most basic thing, like if you, the author, ended up on a blog as doing an interview, 
you know, because both Rachel and I have blogs that we've both hosted guest writers. And the, the rule was always once the article goes out, the writer should come back a few times, not all the time, but just a few times and just interact with any comments or questions that come up in the comment section. And you will be surprised how few writers actually did that. I mean, the number of times I would have to go back to them and say, there are questions for you from your interview in the comment section. Could you please respond? And some of them would come back and go, oh, yes, yeah, sorry, thanks. And they'd leave some really great answers. And others would just vanish. And it's the same thing. It's like, show the blogger, the podcaster, the interviewer a little bit of respect. And as Rachel said, it's not, you're not hiring out all the work to the book publication. You are still some you know, you're still someone who has to have some connection to these people and that so the idea of just like yeah I've done my bit they've, they've got me on the podcast they've got me on the um they've got me on the blog I've done my article that's it don't have to bother it's really frustrating because it also makes the blogger the podcaster look bad if you don't come back and check on comments you don't show some sort of interest in doing something for yourself and your work and your fans and things so yeah God, I can't believe people do that with publicists as well. Yeah, it's it's true. It's kind of crazy. Um, it's now that I have the word in my head, it's all about credibility. Because if the author doesn't come back and and uh, say thank you or show the person some respect or just help out their publicist a little bit, then no one's gonna want to help them anymore. No one's gonna want to give them an interview spot. No one's gonna want to review their book no matter how good it is because i mean you look at book bloggers and everybody else that help authors out like you're asking them for their time you're asking them for a space on their podcast a space on their blog and that spot could be used for another author who will actually engage with the audience and their fans and their readers and everything else so how much does a book publicist actually cost believe it or not <laughs> Typically, an experienced book publicist will cost anywhere between $3,000 and $5,000 a month. And let me tell you, I nearly choked when I saw those figures when uh, doing research like a while ago, because I used to be a freelance book publicist and I was trying to like, you know, find the average, um, the average cost of a book publicist, but then also trying to calculate my own time and my own work and and figure out budgeting and things like that. And when I saw that, I was like, holy crap, that's a lot of money. And I think when a book publicist works for a traditional publishing company, I, I don't know if, I actually don't know this. I don't know if the author helps pay for the book publicist or if that's just all on the publisher's side and uh, you don't need to worry about that cost. But if you hire a freelance book publicist, that's a lot of money. And I, I mean, as someone who's an indie author, like I can't afford that. I know for a fact I can't afford that. Um, so that's something you need to, you need to keep in mind if you decide to go the book publicity route and you wanna hire someone, you need to make sure you factor that into your budget when you're writing your book, when you're self-publishing your book and, you know, throw that in there with your marketing budget, your book cover artist, your editor and everything else, because not only is it a time commitment, but yeah, it's a pretty hefty financial commitment. And uh, if you can do it, great. Uh, but 
you get what you pay for. Just remember that. I have to admit, those are very eye-watering prices. But it's like it's like with editors, they can be really eye-watering prices. But in the end, if you've got a good one, you get value for money. And I think we always look at it going, oh my God, it's so, it's so expensive. But at the same time, it depending on what they're doing, like the level of work they're doing, like everything you listed, including the additional things, yeah, these people deserve to be paid for their work, just like an author deserves to be paid fairly for their work. And I think, I think the problem with society at the moment, um, and for quite a few years, is we have got caught up in a lot of cheap things, whether it's cheap products, cheap services, you know, free things online, to the point where you can get a free app and because it doesn't do everything you want people get really angry about it and it's like well no it's free they're being really generous they've given you something for free yes maybe if you wanted the extra you have to pay a bit more but you know you can't expect to have everything you want and it worked perfectly for free because you know how many people are that altruistic <laughs> really um but i think we kind of we get into that mindset i mean Let's be honest, Amazon can sell things quite cheaply. It's a big, it's a big place. A lot of people put their work out quite cheaply. So then you go to a bricks and mortar store to buy a book, and that that little shop has overhead staff, you know, they want to pay their authors and the and the and the publishers fairly. So those books may be a bit more expensive, but again, it's there's a value there. So while those prices are high, I think as long as you're getting value for money. So obviously, if someone's charging you five grand and they've signed you up for one book tour and maybe two reviews, maybe that's not good. <laughs> so, uh, well, because the other thing is too, like as I said, you do you get you get what you pay for because when you're hiring a book publicist, you're not just hiring them to help market your book. You're and not just their work in general, but you're hiring them for their time and for their network. A lot of freelance book publicists are actually um, used to work for a big publishing house. And then for some reason, I don't know if they retired or they quit and decided to do, go the freelance route or whatever, but these people are professionals and they have a ton of experience. So that's what you're paying for. You're paying for their network and their knowledge and stuff too. And this is typical stuff that, I mean, a lot of the things, well, not, I shouldn't say a lot, but some of the things like as an author, you can do yourself, but a book publicist really knows the industry in and out and is able to manage it a little more easier than you probably could. Yes. That's, I mean, I, I've, I've heard from so many people who say things like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. You know, whether it's a business thing or a, a project or whatever. And it's true. It's like most people can do a lot of things. But are you willing to put in three times as much time to build up networks, to reach out to people, to wait for responses, to, you know, to get through that sort of like drudgery in a way? Or are you willing to put the money into somebody who already has the networks, who maybe has the back door into it? So if the email pops up to someone, that person gets priority anyway, because that person, you know, the person they're emailing knows them, knows how well they work, that they're respond, you know, they're reliable, things like that. So yeah, you are, you're paying for time. And honestly, 
if I if I had the money to pay someone to do some of the more time consuming things that I have to deal with, I would be flinging that cash at people because I hate losing so much time. And yes, you could do it yourself. You know what? I could probably build myself a car. Not going to do it because it would probably take me so many more years than if I just go and buy a car. You know, obviously, for those people who really love building their own cars, you just do you. But yeah, that's the sort of thing. Now, if you're thinking of doing book publicists, how would you find one? Would it be a good idea to maybe reach out to a few and kind of find out what sort of services they offer for their price? And then you can get an idea. I'm assuming that's the best way of doing it, reaching out to a few different ones. Or would it be better finding someone who's who's used a book publicist and then have them refer their book publicist to you? I mean, I don't know. What's what in your experience, Rachel, what do you think? (laughs) It's always a good idea to talk to the book. It's kind of like hiring an editor in a way. Not that I have hired an editor yet, but, um, you know, we're going to for the sake of this episode, we're going to pretend I know what I'm talking about. When you hire an editor, like you, you shop around and you, you pick out a couple of editors that you think would be a good fit to read and review or well, not review, but you know what I mean? Edit your book. And then you can reach out to them and you can ask them for sample edits, whether it's for a small fee or it's a free sample. And you can look at their portfolios and see what other authors they've worked with, what other genres that they've edited in. It's the same thing with book publicists. All you have to do is a quick Google search type like look up freelance book publicity and um, a couple of different companies will come up and you can reach out to them and you can say you can ask for a quote you can ask them what sort of genres and authors they work with in the past ask for their portfolio ask what exact tasks that they do if you have any specific tasks in mind say i need someone to help me with this are you able to do that do you do that i don't know And, um, you know, nine times out of 10, they'll get back to you. If they don't, then obviously it wasn't a good fit. But you can also look up, uh, you can also talk to fellow authors if you know of any friends that have book publicists and you can ask them who they go through and do your own research from there. If you're a book blogger, then you've probably had plenty of book publicists reach out to you already that you may or may not know of, but you probably have. Um, So you can just even I think some authors have written in their books, like on the copyright page when they give credits to their editor and their book cover artist. I think some people also add their book publicists in there or they put like marketing help or something like that. Um, I don't know, but there's a, a lot of ways that you can find a book publicist. And then when you do find them, shop around and make sure that the that they'll work well with your book, but they'll also work well for you because if the two of you don't get along, then forget it. And also, if a book publicist offers any guarantees, like such as, you know, if you hire me, then you'll be guaranteed to get number one best selling on the Amazon list. You got to run the other way because nobody can guarantee stuff like that. Nobody can guarantee book sales, not even you. You can't write your book and be like, ah, oh, this book is going to sell. 100 copies in the first week you can do you can work really hard and and try your best to make that happen but there's no guarantee that it will happen and it's the same thing with uh book publicists if they tell you that they'll be able to do x y and z that sound too good to be true then it probably is too good to be true did that answer your question because i kind of 
<laughs> no, 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 it did. It did. It was really good, like how, like the way you put it down. So yes, that was it. Perfect. Thank okay, you. good. Because you can also go on places like Breedzy. Um, they they actually have like a freelance section where you can find book reviewers, you can find book publicists, you can find editors, and you can find book cover artists. Um, I've looked on there a couple of times. I've never actually used it. I've never actually hired people from it. Um, but a lot of the people on there, again, that they're they're freelancers, but a lot of them have worked with big publishing companies before. Um, and you can narrow down your search by genre and age group and things like that. So uh, that's always a good place to look. But speaking of looking, here's my final question. Do you need, do you actually need to have a book publicist? I can't really answer that for you. As with a lot of the questions from the podcast, it all depends on you and your goals, your budget, and where you are in your writing journey. Because while book publicists are experienced, professional, and already have a well-rounded network, there are quite a few things you can do yourself for marketing your book. Even though we were just saying that you can't do everything and that it's a time commitment, there are actually a few things that you can do. Like, for example, you can write your own book release. You can, uh, yeah. For example, you can write your own book press release. You can write your own author media kit. All you have to do is see what other authors have done and um, whatever information they have, put in your information, conform it to your brand, your color scheme, make it look pretty and unique, uh, but you can do that. You can also hire a book publicist for your first or your second book to help yourself get a foot in the door with the media and marketing as a whole. You can learn from whatever your book publicist does, and then maybe you might be able to do that work yourself for the rest of your books. Uh, for example, like your debut novel, whatever book bloggers and podcasts your book publicist reached out to, well, you now have their information and they know you and they've spoken to you. And they so for your next book, you can reach out to them yourself. It would be time consuming, of course, but you've already built that you've already started building that relationship. So you can take it from there. But then again, on the other hand, if you're just starting out as an author, then you might not be able to afford a book publicist for your first or second book. So it's kind of a toss up on what you're able to do. Hence why I said it depends on you, your goals, your budget, and wherever you are in your writing journey. Uh, do I think people should consider getting a book publicist? I mean, it's, it certainly wouldn't hurt to look into it, but again, whether you actually decide to go that route is entirely up to you. As long as you get a good one, it won't hurt. That's actually a really good point, the idea of using one early on, kind of learning from them, building your own little network and then, you know, making it so you can do it better the next time. That's something I hadn't thought of, so that's, uh, that's going tucked away at the back. Now, I might be completely wrong with what I'm about to say, <laughs> but like a lot of businesses, especially freelance, I think you would probably be able to find some book publicists. So that say you had a budget that wasn't in the 3,000 to 5,000 range. There's possibilities that you could reach out to a book publicist and say, I just need help with this or that, or I, I you know, I, I just need a little bit of help with this one or two specific thing. How much would that cost? And I think with freelancers, you may find that they'll be a, some of them may be a bit more flexible and say, well, if we're only doing X, Y, Z, maybe it's just a, a blog tour or 
um, just sorting some digital marketing, you know, maybe a certain number of digital marketing things, and then they can give you a price rather than maybe the full package. Because I've seen that with editors as well, where they'll sometimes say, well, I can do the first 50 pages for you for this price, or you can buy the full editing package or the full editing and formatting package. A lot of people I've spoken to who've done, who've dealt with editors, and I know I'm talking about editors, and this is book publicists, have said that some of the more freelance ones have been flexible in giving separate prices for smaller jobs. So I think that's something that could be thought of. So rather than thinking, oh my God, three grand, I don't have three grand or five grand. There's nothing wrong with reaching out to someone saying, okay, my budget isn't that high, so I can't buy your full package. However, if I want help with this, this, and this over this time frame, please, could you give me an individual quote? But at the same time, please be respectful of these people's time. If you're going there hoping that a hundred quid is going to get you, you know, book tours, public events, author interviews, and help with your media kit, then you're being a bit of a dick. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, reach out to people, see what they think, and, and and but again, please be respectful and don't mess people about. Yeah, you're not wrong. I used to do that um, when I offered book publicity services. I used to ask them. Like, what do you, what do you need me to do? But I would have a set list of things that I did do. Like if they wanted me to, I don't know, like make phone calls and set up public things for them. Like I didn't do that, especially if they weren't local from where I am, because that's just a pain in the butt. Uh, so there are certain things that I didn't do, but I would have like a set list of things that I did do. And I allowed people to mix and match what they wanted. And depending on what they wanted, I was able to give them a quote within their budget. Because again, as I said earlier, I'm an indie author. I can't afford 3000 to 5000 a month just on a book publicist alone. And I'm sure they're not that I know of, I'm not that I'm assuming other people's financial situations, but I, I imagine that there are other indie authors out there who also can't afford that. So that's what I would ask people. I'd be like, let me know what your monthly budget is. And I would also shorten my hours and tell them for this amount of money, I can work three hours a day, Monday through Friday on just your work alone. Or I would set up, help them set up a pay plan. Um, so that way, even if they only hired me for like three months, they, they could, you know, spend the next six months paying me if they wanted. And I, I did my best to try to work with them. Um, and I'm sure that there are plenty of other publicists that will do that too, as Ari explained. Okay, one more question. <laughs> Just one more question. Um, you mentioned, obviously, if a book publicist gives you guarantees, it's like anything, there are no guarantees in life. So you should just run the other way. It's a massive red flag that this person is just going to take your money and just screw you over. Is there anything that an author could ask of a book publicist to help them make sure that they're not going to get swindled? I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but what I will say is that, you know, speaking of the whole no, uh, the whole guarantee thing, I think as an author, you should be able to ask your book publicist. I mean, they should have testimonials and stuff too. So like you, you might not need to like speak directly to other clients, but uh, you can read through their testimonials, which may or may not be included with their portfolio. But I also think the other thing is, um, as an author, you should allow them to read your book first before you hire them. I think a, a, 
I mean, this is what I did. I don't know if other book publicists do this, but I want to know what book I'm promoting. I want to know what type of content is in the book. I want to know if it's like properly formatted, properly edited. I don't want to be the face of a book that, you know, was just written by a five-year-old and thrown up on Amazon. <laughs> so I think as an author, you can say, you know, here's a sample of my book or here's a free copy of my book and, you know, please read through it. If you enjoy it and you think you can work with it and market it, then, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing as an agent. You're, you're pitching your book to somebody and the book publicist, they can read it. And if they really enjoy the book and they think that it's marketable and they think that they have the right network for that book and they get along well with the author, then a working relationship can form. But I think I think that's that's one of the most important things that an author can do is instead of just being like, hey, I have a cozy mystery novel. Can you market it? I want a book book tour. Like, could you could you do this? Um, that was and I'll, I'll say this. That was one of the things I only know this. This is an embarrassing story, but I only know this because that happened to me was that like I took on a client with a book and they published their first draft. So it was not edited at all. And um, I had already agreed to work with this person when uh, before I started reading it. Uh, so I got a lot of people responding being like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna get through this. And the thing is, I, I ended up working with the author to help fix it up and edit it and go through all of the motions and stuff, which ended up being extra work. Um, and they were a wonderful writer. They just needed to get, <laughs> they just needed to go through the editing process, but otherwise they were a wonderful writer. So after we got over that hump, um, pe people really enjoyed the book. But after that, I was like, okay, before you, you get hired by somebody, before you decide to work with a client, read the damn book. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that because as you said, it's like you could be reaching out to people and they're going, I am not reviewing this book. I am not recommending this book. I don't want to interview them because this is just tribe. But I mean, it, it's a little, it's, a, it, it's still stressful. No, it's not, it's not the right word. It still surprises me that there are people out there who spend all this time writing their story and pouring out their heart and then just wing it out there and it's like polish it up you know and just it's like trying to sell a car that you took off road and it's covered in dirt and it's like great car runs really well clean it up a bit you know i mean surely that person who who paid for your services was like at the very beginning was just throwing money away because they were paying and obviously you were struggling to get anyone to take them seriously because of the quality and it's like i couldn't imagine putting that kind of cash towards using a book publicist and then giving them a bad product you know it's like if you're going to go to the point of thinking this is an investment the possibility is that it'll give me more exposure i'll reach more people hopefully i'll get more sales it'll give me a good footing especially at the very beginning Yes, I'm willing to put down a couple of grand for, to do that, but then not, you know, not give them a good product. 
I just I, it boggles my mind that people would go, yeah, I'm willing to spend all this extra cash because I want to do the best for my book. Here's my book. It's covered in crap. That's what it feels like. Because <laughs> that's that's where the whole no guarantees thing comes in. Even though I didn't, you know, promise any guarantees, this person was so confident in their in their work, which was great. I loved the energy. Don't get me wrong. The energy was great. But they were so overconfident that they were just like, people like, you know, I wrote this fabulous story. Who wouldn't like it? Who wouldn't want to read it? So that's why they were just like, here it is. Bam. And it was the, it was their first story too. It was their debut novel. So it's like one of those things that it's like, you know, common mistakes that every new writer should avoid, you know, one of those types of articles. <laughs> Again, I think that surprises me nowadays because, I mean, I was born so many years ago. And when I wanted to be a writer, when I was like a little kid, and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to be published by 18 because, you know, you think stupid things when you're young. And this was well before the Internet had taken off, things like that. So we were, we were using things like the writer's handbook or the writer's and artist's handbook. That's where we got our information from. And, you know, you go to the library and find books about making your story better and writing a novel. But now everything's online. Everything's on social media. There are a zillion people out there writing books and telling you things you might need. Hell, here's me and Rachel making a podcast telling you you need to get an editor. You need to think about marketing, even if you're traditionally published. This information is constantly being out there on so many different levels. And it still shocks me that I find people going, I didn't know I had to do my own marketing. And it's like, have you been living in a cave at the top of a mountain with, you know, a bag on your head? How have you missed this information? And the same, that's like your debut novel and you don't think you need to like do a second or third draft. You don't think it needs to be edited. I, I don't know. I, I have less sympathy for anyone who does that now because there's no excuse unless they are literally living off-grid, no internet, typing on a typewriter, and that's what they think. If you still don't know that you need to edit, that you need to do a you know, several passes at your book, that you need to do marketing for it to do anything, then what, what the hell, people? Seriously. No sympathy. Zero. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> because you're not wrong. Um, Sorry, just a little rum. No, I I know. I mean, you're you're not wrong, and it, it's the same thing with um with the book publicists. Like you, you can't just assume that they're gonna do all the work for you and stuff too. You know, it's just you you can't like as a writer, you're not just writing the book. There's so much more to it. Even though you hire an editor, even if you hire a book publicist, you still have to edit. You still have to market. You still have to pull your own weight. You still have to do stuff. Um, and it and it it sucks at first, and it's difficult at first, but it it gets easier as you go. Once you figure it out and you find your groove, it's nothing. Well, it's something, but you know, it's easier than. Well, it's never really easy. I'm just gonna stop talking. Just just pull your own weight with your own book. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I concur with this perfect. message. Perfect. Perfect. Since 
Ari has concurred. I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Do you plan to use a book publicist or have you ever worked with one before? And if you have, let us know your experience. We'd love to chat about it. So tell us your answers in the comments below. And if you want more of the Mary Writer podcast, which I know you do, then be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer podcast for bonus content. It really helps keep the show going. So we appreciate the support. But in the meantime, you can tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Mary Writer podcast, where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Scribbled Notes. Our handwriting is awful. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.